Power Girl. <laughs> you all are jovial. I know. I try to make you laugh. I'm no, fine. No. I'm good. How are you, girl? I'm good. Ready to enjoy the sunshine. I know. It's been so warm this week. I love it. I know. And sunny, child. Because, woof. Mm. April rain. I guess it's May now, huh? It, it's it's May, and by the time this airs, it will be June. I think or almost June. Oh dang! <laughs> so, oh dang! Y'all yeah, hopefully oh. catch up. You know, we're yeah. taking a bit of a, a, a early a pause so we can let y'all enjoy the verses. But mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah, we're ready for that. <laughs> ready for the verses. We're excited. Well, I mean, not as excited as I was for Brandy and Monica right. and Jill and Erica, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's the 90s. Yeah, it's the 90s. And these these women are unproblematic, but we'll get into that next time. We'll get into that next time, yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyway, not a lot going on with you recently? (sighs) No. And that's a good thing. Same, sis. That's a good thing. That's a praise report. (laughs) Good. That's a praise report right there. Hallelujah. Okay. Need a tambourine. (laughs) Got my shoulders going anyway. Right, right. Church girls. The dance, though, mm-hmm. is like right on point. <laughs> Man. No drama. No drama. Anyway. <laughs> but rather than drama, what about trauma? Oh, what a segue. <laughs> What a segue. (laughs) It's a lot. You know, COVID, the pandemic, the panorama, the papazine, the poly pocket, (laughs) panini. You know, one thing it had us doing was the streaming, the binge watching. We have been watching a lot of content Mm -hmm. in the past year or so, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And it's really given the opportunity, you know, once they figured out how to film, we've just seen a lot more, we're seeing a lot more content by Black creators, mm-hmm. I think, which is more very diverse. exciting. Mm-hmm. Very much more diverse, yeah, mm-hmm. which is exciting. But some of the recent um, films or series that have been coming on, coming out have been described as trauma porn. Mm-hmm. And I find that fascinating. What do you, I mean? Yeah, I had never heard the term until very recently, trauma porn. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. So, but what, um, what, what makes you, what makes it interesting to you? I just think it's interesting that, you know, we've, we've, how we were reaching these conclusions. Like you're saying, you just heard with the, the phrase, you just recently learned of the phrase trauma porn. Mm-hmm. And um, so and I, I guess recently, we, like in the last year, year or so, old. yeah. So a year is recent, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, well, no, and that's recent-ish, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, maybe there are other people who don't know. So let's tell the people what trauma porn is, because yeah, even yeah. though I have been familiar with the term since you know maybe two years ago, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I still had to look it up because everybody was describing or not everybody but many people were describing some of the shows that I had been watching 
as trauma porn and I wanted to understand why they were calling it that. Mm-hmm. So I found an article from 2018 where a woman who had been, um, she was describing her history of sexual abuse and people wanting her to talk about this history as trauma porn. And she said um, that trauma porn is an exploitive sharing of the darkest and creepiest, most jarring parts of our trauma, specifically for the purpose of shocking others. It's that latter part, the purpose of the sharing. Mm-hmm. I think that makes it porn, right? To shock others, basically. Mm-hmm. 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 And so she was talking about it from a perspective, I guess she's a public speaker or a writer or something, but when people would want her to come and speak for them, they would want to hear her story. What do they say about Black folks? You want our rhythm, but not our blues? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Same thing. They would want to hear her story, but they wouldn't want to hear certain details of it because they didn't want to open themselves up for lawsuits or because uh, that was primarily, it seemed like a lot of times mm-hmm. they didn't want to open themselves up for lawsuits, but so wait they wanted they want to don't name your accuser don't tell us your name don't tell us it was a family member or which family member because anything potentially identifying the identity or sharing the identity of her abuser could possibly open them up open them up for libel so they asked her to tell her story and they told her how to tell her story okay go ahead continue right 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 right. Mm -hmm. this tracks And I, you know, I feel that a lot of us, you know, last summer, particularly, we coming Mm -hmm. up on a year, it'll probably be a year by the time this airs Mm -hmm. of the the murder of George Floyd. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, there was what I call the George Floyd awakening, Mm. where all of a sudden, because all these white people were sitting home watching TV, they, they saw video. Right. Typically, they would just, you know, they're too busy with their lives and keep on mm-hmm. moving. Mm-hmm. But they were, you know, we're all sitting home and we're forced to, we got time. Mm-hmm. So you're looking and, you know, suddenly we have white people who, whoa, this is what's happening. It's, it's re- and it's really happening. Like it's, it's not really ha- this real is something time. that they talk about. Yeah. But they, the, us. <laughs> right. And what came out of that was a lot of people, a lot of white people who thought they had black friends right, going to their black coworkers and black classmates and black associates, people who they operated with on the fringe of their lives mm-hmm. and asking to be educated, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They were mm-hmm. asking to be educated, you know, what can I do? Or well, tell me about it. And mm-hmm. I just remember I, I I was working at a honey I I was in in the heart of Atlanta Georgia. Mm-hmm. All of my coworkers was black. I didn't experience any of that. It was exhausting. But I know I I saw the exhaustion. It was exhausting. Like I, I read so many mm-hmm. people on read. Well, I won't say so many people. It's one in particular I can think of. I, I cannot expend this energy on y'all. It it Google is free and open twenty four seven. That requiring or expecting black people to recount their own right. pain for your benefit, right? Trauma porn, right? It feeds right, right into this, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and the desire to be, you know, the fact that oh my gosh, the the oh shit, the word left me. 
the um, incredul incredulity. <laughs> <laughs> how incredulous they were and the fact that they needed more information and more information and more information like mm -hmm. we we told you to trust us the first time to believe us right. the first time right, right right and now you see it now mm -hmm. now you've seen it live and in living color so guess what i don't really think you need to ask me any more questions right. i think you have all the education that you need right. in this moment go forth <laughs> so as that relates to entertainment Mm -hmm. I, I don't know that I agree with the label of trauma porn mm. as it pertains to content by Black creators specifically. Okay. So specifically by Black creators. So you're saying Black people your... telling Black stories about things that happened to Black can't, people. Can't be trauma porn. I don't your... know that I qualified as such mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I, I I see your point because it is a thing of you know not wanting to tell people how to tell their stories because mm -hmm. um, yeah it is definitely some some real things that happen um, but I will also say you know you know the way to die <laughs> the way that I think and I live my life just because you tell the story don't mean I have to consume it so correct you know like that y'all are trying to get this woman to watch Lovecraft Country so whew. I know I know and I do I, I, I just I keep telling you I just don't watch a lot of tv but I do plan on watching Lovecraft since y'all told me it's a is. lot of tv what are you talking about no 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 I'm I'm very specific if you think about what I watch I really don't okay. watch a whole lot yeah yeah I watch about four shows on regular um but yeah but I plan on watching Lovecraft but like some of this stuff that we're gonna talk about because here's the thing you know like we like we just said with trauma porn and I've said this before I stuff that's just gonna mess up my spirit and I'm I'm figuring I'm finding that that can be a broad swath <laughs> of different things but some of the stuff that we're gonna talk about like I know that these movies or these shows, which it had me all, you know. But I, I think that that's key, Dina. I think it's key. You think it was key? Your point that I know it's going to mess with my spirit. I know that it's going to mess with me mentally and emotionally. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to watch it. Oh, the choice. Yeah. The, the choice that I'm making. Right, right, right. Yes. So, so not, so basically I'm not a person saying you don't need to make that. Right. Because that's just them. Yeah. Because I, I think we talked about this earlier, like you said, with the George Floyd awakening, you know, you have all of these different videos and you have all this stuff. And I make a point that people recording things happening live, right? People recording, right. These, these traumas, you know, these traumatic events that are happening and I make it a point to not watch it. Like my husband makes it Did a point likewise. to not watch it. Yeah. Did I mean, like likewise. A, a lot of us, um, so I see the value though, especially with this, the Derek Chauvin trial. Like mm -hmm. we know beyond a shadow of a doubt had that young lady, oh, her name just escaped me. But that young queen who stood there for the whole nine some odd minutes mm -hmm. and recorded it, mm -hmm. had that baby not done that, 
that man would not have been found guilty. We've seen it time and time again. And we know, you know, we've seen throughout history or we've at least experienced a significant point in history when um, we know that the images that were captured were vital for the civil rights movement. Like we know that, you know, people, kids being hosed and dogs being turned on them like we know how that progressed the civil rights movement and but dana our entree to this what dana mm. <laughs> dina new name mm. new name I, alert we 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 were both you know we were like what 15 years old when that rodney king video came out mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i remember being in high school when the verdict mm-hmm. dropped mm-hmm. and they let those cops off All right I remember watching Oprah and listening to these white people say the exact same things they say now. Right. And, and that was almost I've, 30 years ago. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> 30 years ago. You know, and it was, then it was hard to watch, but now I did not watch Micaiah Bryant. I did not watch Dante. Right. Dante Wright. Dante they, Wright. Mm-hmm. They got me with the with the uh, with the military guy being yanked out the yep. car. Yep. I, I got caught up with that one. I did see yep. that, but I did um, but yeah. Mr. Micaiah and little brother uh, Dante. Dante. Mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. watch those, but not but. So I hear what you're saying, and you know there are a lot of people who who a lot of black people who are opposed to the recording of this and they're like don't don't record me help me mm-hmm. and, and I, i'm on the flip side mm-hmm. is this me it is my child no you know it's i'm sure there's if there's, especially if there's plenty of people watching but no I, i'm somebody who is about justice mm-hmm. and, and i need the evidence <laughs> bring me the receipts yeah. because yeah I, you know i'm aries i'm all about justice yeah all about it yeah oh but that's for me yeah I mean and I think again I think it's a hard thing because to your point absolutely like I do want somebody to be look if it's if it's a crowd like we normally see y'all can double up somebody can help somebody can record okay y'all need to you know approach this like it's don't don't hurt yourself trying to help me please yeah yeah, yeah, we don't need two people yeah, yeah I just, I, I'm not with that. Yeah, I like the way the the MMA fighter I forget his name too. All names are escaping me this morning, but <laughs> in the um in the Chauvin trial, the the MMA fighter who was like Superman basically, but um but so I, I understand your point about, and I I agree with that um, about people, black people specifically sharing their stories if they so choose. Um, but I think, like you said, so when we go from this perspective, like real life perspective to showing how it shows up in like movies and shows, again, I just choose not to consume them. So here's but I my, think some my people make on consistent, some, some directors or some creators seems to make consistent choices, but go ahead. What's your hear philosophy? That. So here's my philosophy on that. And first of all, if you don't want to watch another slave movie, don't watch another slave. 
Right, right. Don't watch right. a slave movie. I right. still have not seen Twelve Years a Slave. I don't expect that I will ever see it. I will never watch it. As each day progresses, never. I get further and further away from being able to stomach it. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. want to watch Roots again, and I don't even think I can watch it. Yeah, yeah. No, no. What you know now, mm-hmm. right? I just don't mm-hmm. think that I can watch it. You know, as I saw it when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. If you. In the same way that you can choose not to watch a slave movie. For me, historically, I don't like horror films. Same. I don't like science fiction. Yeah. I'm not crazy about certain types of fantasy. I like a dystopic though. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to watch those. I'm specifically not going to watch horror because I can't stand gore. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't mm-hmm. watch that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't watch people being hurt. Mm-hmm. So it's a struggle for me. Mm-hmm. However, there has been a recent push of people wanting to support. We want us wanting to support each other. Black people wanting to support mm-hmm. black people. I'm rooting for everybody black. Mm-hmm. And I think in that people have forgotten the things that they typically don't watch or don't mm-hmm. expose to their spirits. Them mm-hmm. is a horror series. It is. Yeah. If you don't like horror, why in the world would you watch that? Yeah, because watch it was, it. it's about Black people. I mean, I feel like we have made chains in the past several years. Mm-hmm with black creators in hollywood seems like very much so in the past like 18 months i would say it's it's, been like yeah it's been incredible amazing Mm -hmm. and i think we're so excited about that and we're like oh i'm gonna watch this oh i'm gonna watch that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you're not stopping to realize that any other day you wouldn't watch this stuff this this ain't your joint i struggled to watch us i struggled to watch get out the get out was good get it was it was good but it, I, I struggled because i didn't know what i was getting because yeah, again it's close to that it wasn't really hard it was like it that, wasn't what do you call it suspense like yeah yeah i i was expecting it to be more horror it than it was and it, yeah than it was and it wasn't yes. mm-hmm. so and and jordan peele tricked me because <laughs> you thought that's what you're gonna get with us because i thought i could watch us uh-huh and I again us from the outset, I was like, nah, so you, you, you haven't seen us? Ew. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, he wasn't gonna get me. No, no. <laughs> I am smarter than the average bear. Nope. Oh, but then <laughs> this is what also got me. I got caught up in Game of Thrones. Okay. I love Game of Thrones. A and I think you did. saw a season of Game of Thrones. I didn't see a season. I saw you a couple of a uh, a few episodes. Mm-hmm. Well, someone was, there was a podcaster who I, who I was listening to who said, you could watch Game of Thrones, you can watch them. Because the violence on Game of Thrones was infinitely greater than anything that was on them. And I'm going to say, on, on the face that's the face that statement, yes, the violence in Game of Thrones is exponentially greater than the violence that was in us. Silver comma. That's what I was about to say. I'm going to pause because while I said I didn't watch Game of Thrones and I have not watched them, 
I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is where me reading all the spoilers and about all the stuff comes in handy. Because from what I understand about them, first of all, they're Black folks. I almost see Black folk being hurt. Secondly, like in Game of Thrones, that stuff just didn't even seem real. Whereas with them, it's like, oh, this could be some real spit right here. And therein lies the difference. (laughs) Therein lies the difference. The game, now, the violence in Game of Thrones for people who can't stomach violence, Mm -hmm. i.e. me, I I learned how to avert my eyes. Because I like a good story. At the end of the day, I I love a good story, right? Right. Right. So I learned how to look away. Sometimes I got... they give you music cues so you can know when and to. Sometimes you just, you know, you, you get that look in somebody's eyes and, you, and sometimes you, know. you don't. You okay. don't see it coming. It's like, oh, man. Whew. <laughs> Some of doing? that stuff on Game of Thrones. Well, I did not expect him to chop off Ned Stark's head like that. I just... mm. Mm. But he didn't look like one of our uncles or something. So, you know. And, and there in last point. So <laughs> the difference between Game of Thrones and them for Black people is that we personalize. When we see ourselves on TV, we're literally seeing ourselves. When we see George Floyd on TV, when we see Micaiah Bryant, when we see uh, Dante Wright, Mm -hmm. when we see these people on our phones, we we think about our our sons and our daughters and Mm -hmm. our brothers and our sisters. Mm -hmm. We think about ourselves. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing for them. So in that way, yes, there are certain things on them that some people. What the hell did I say? You said. Y'all, dip- my son came in and said something to me. So I had to cut and I don't remember. So this is just a new cut. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. But yes, we see ourselves on the screen. And so it impacts us in a different way. We personalize Mm -hmm. it. And Mm -hmm. so the trauma, the things that we saw on them, while, you know, if you're a horror aficionado, it probably will not affect you. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're a mother, especially if you're a father, it's it's heavy. Right. And it's triggering. Mm -hmm. And I am not going to deny that. Mm Mm-hmm. But these things happened mm-hmm. far worse than what was represented on them. There mm-hmm. were things that happened to Black people in 1950s United States. Mm-hmm. Shit, in 1950s Hampton, mm-hmm. where it's said, that's far worse than that. And so why would we expect a Black person who's telling a story about Black people living in Compton in the 1950s and who's finally has an opportunity to tell a story that they want to tell in the genre that they want to tell it. Why are we shouting for them, A, not to be supported and and calling it trauma porn when it's an accurate reflection of history? Mm -hmm. That's my issue. Now, I will say, I mean, that's that's a great point. Um, I will say though, on the flip side, and I, I alluded to this earlier, but I do feel like we have some creators, though. Um, one in particular, who I think about, Lee Daniels is one who mm-hmm. just sometimes, oftentimes, the choices that he makes to me in some of his films are like, 
right like are you telling a story or are you just being provocative because in the united states versus billy holiday like some of the choices that the 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 violence against her um the lynching scene was just weird it was it was just bizarre like the Mm -hmm. way he did that whole thing but I think he's one I can think of off the top of my head that it's like I just question some of the choices and I think that there are some like him too that at this point you know again they want to be provocative so there's a fine line between telling your story and just being provocative for the sake of getting like buzz or something so I, I would hope people would make wise choices I guess I should say I guess that's the best way to put it I get that I'm looking to see who wrote that who the screenwriter was for it was directed by Lee Daniels it was um, Susan it was Lloyd based Parks. on the book it was based on the book by mm-hmm. Johan Hari yes mm-hmm. yeah but let me tell you about Susan Lori Parks mm-hmm. you probably already know you know Susan Lori Parks Mm-hmm. I will always be down for anything Susan Lori Parks because as a as a theater major for me mm-hmm. seeing a black woman who was an Obie Award winner who was a Pulitzer Prize winner who has won the awards that she has won for screenwriting and she's not some she's not a Lee Daniels right she's not a Lee Daniels um I, anything that I know she's written I'm going to watch as but opposed he, to, I can't say anything that Lee Daniels directs. I'm definitely going to watch. Well, and that's what I would say. And this this could, this could would be a tangent. But mm-hmm. I would say even the stuff that I just criticized about the movie, like the stuff that I felt like was too far, mm-hmm. I would question whether she wrote that or whether that was just something that he, that was the way he chose for it to be seen. And remember you know I mean? that this is adapted from a book. Right. And so if we're talking about the life of Billie Holiday, did she, was she on a road trip and she got off right. to go pee and see a lynching? You know, I don't know. And and it was only a piece of the book, really. Like it wasn't, it, it was only the part that focused on the specific, the war on drugs. So, so it I wasn't feel, even yes. the whole thing. But so I, I think feel there like was these some flash tracks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I guess my point is I even, I don't even hold SLP responsible for the problems that I saw in the movie I really do hold Lee Daniels responsible because I feel like those were the choices that he made but the point of what what I'm taking from what you're saying Dina is that not you but the think piece writers yeah are quick to assassinate a lot of works Mm. but have they read the original content are they familiar with it you know like you're saying this Mm -hmm. but you're calling it one thing but in the case of lee daniels in the case of u.s versus um billy holiday knowing that a it's a it's a screenplay by susan Lori parts and b it was adapted from a book somebody else wrote if it's something Mm -hmm. that was in the original content and it's presented on the screen is it trauma porn Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, when I saw that scene, I got a glimpse. I left the room and got a drink of water because mm. I was like, I don't need to see that. 
but again, I'm someone who has become really good at avoiding the stuff that I don't want. That's right, right. Um, them was a rough one. That cat in the bag scene was that was rough. That was rough, and I had my head down the whole time and just listened to that woman, that white woman, screaming the whole time. Or well, she wasn't screaming; she was shouting. Um, yeah, I'm good. That was difficult, and I did not look like that either. That but was... avoiding it does not has not kept it from my spirit. I will say that you right. know, yes, I, I I was bothered by what I saw, but I'm not gonna go off and say this is trauma porn and they shouldn't be making this. And you know, right, right, right. where is the good content for black people? I mean, it's like we have <laughs> for so long, yeah. y'all. I grew up in the 80s where all I had was Eddie Murphy movies and then The Color Purple came out. It's like Eddie Murphy and Whoopi Goldberg. That was it. I I love the diversity. I love the the thought and the diversity of choices Mm -hmm. that we have available written by Black creatives these days because we did not always have that. We haven't. And in the evolution, there has to be growth. You yeah. know, there's there's gotta be we gotta get make room for growth. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. Because even think about well, I was just about to say, because think about it, like we're talking about them, but we've also had Sylvie's love, we've had the photograph, like we've had just different types of black movies that mm-hmm. we've I mean the photograph aside, but Sylvie's love is one that you know we've not seen something no, like that beautiful love story no right so i i definitely appreciate the diversity of voices you know that we in have. the 90s boys in the hood came out and then all of a sudden it was we tired of all of these shoot them up gang right, movies. Right. like right. yeah and we, we've evolved past over the last game movie that you've seen yeah like there's there's room for growth and let us mm-hmm. go through our growing pains and sure the think pieces are great i just I want to be careful about disparaging mm-hmm. and or um, discouraging others from watching these pieces based off of what you're saying. Because unfortunately, pe- unfortunately, people just kind of sheep and not always very intelligent. That's what I say. TLDR, y'all stop uh, trashing each other. Stop ringing each other down. Just, you know, if you don't like it, if it ain't your cup of tea, it just ain't your cup of tea. That's cool. Right. And the thing is, you know, we've, <laughs> we've, we've, look, we've gotten really creative. Uh, there have been all kinds of new ways for us to make a buck. Mm-hmm. And so I get the think people need to be able mm-hmm, to show their mm-hmm. ability to think creatively and mm-hmm. and, and uh, critical thinking and showing off their writing skills. Although some of y'all think, some of y'all are great at critical thinking, but are terrible at writing. You really need an editor. <laughs> and, um, the, and, and and the opposite too. Some people are great. Some at writing, y'all are great at writing, and y'all suck at critical thinking. thinking. Ooh. Mm. So yeah, <laughs> I get so tired of 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 the poor grammar. I, I do. I'm sorry. Mm. Mm. which I'm not imposing on my people as a whole because you know look I can call switch with the best of them but what I'm mm. saying is if you call yourself a writer <laughs> not a firm understanding of the language that you're writing in right. Right. of the language in which you are writing 
for those oh, who want okay, to Okay, okay. Well, you, you did a nice little code switch um, example there, though. I, okay. I dig it. I dig <laughs> it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, we had a list of movies here, y'all. I didn't say anything about Annabella, which I'm still trying to get Dina to watch. I know, child. But Ugh. they call that trauma porn. And I, see, I don't, the movie is not even historical. It's not even historic. So I'm like, which it's I don't historic, know. It's adjacent, it. though, right? Yeah. Mm, slightly. I mean, it's based on some. Because see, again, I'm the spoiler person. So I don't read all the stuff. I don't read the synopsis and blah, 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 blah. So I just got to get my mind right, Jesus. But, um, <laughs> but, so <laughs> I got to make understand sure. how I you enjoy movies and, and you've already read the twist. Because I love to see the story unfold. And I, I do that with books. I'll like start the book. I'll and read like. Read it in. And then go read the end, and then go back and yeah, I, I like to. I like you don't to actually, like the anticipation, huh? You don't like not knowing what's gonna happen. I guess I'm not. I'm ambivalent towards that, but I just I do like seeing. I appreciate storytelling. Okay. That's why I appreciate like lyrics so much. I appreciate the story. Mm. Um. Okay. So I like to see how. Sometimes I just like to see how we're gonna get there, you know. So anyway, so I'm. I, okay. I think I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. Yeah, Annabelle. Annabelle. Listen, first of all, Janelle Monae is just beautiful. I just like watching her. Right. She's right. just beautiful to me. Right. She is. She's a gorgeous woman. Um. The story was written by a black man and his white partner. Hmm. Uh, after the black man had a dream, supposedly, and was mm-hmm. like, "Ooh, uh, this would be a good movie." Side note: Somebody, I, I almost didn't watch it for the sheer fact that somebody on Twitter thought that it was a movie that they had they had made an adaptation of um, Octavia Butler's *Kindred*. Mm-hmm. I heard about that, and. She was like, they stole my movie. They stole my idea. This is based off of Kendrick. It, it, it was nothing like Kendrick okay. to me. It was nothing like Kendrick. I've read that book several, a few times. Okay. Not several, but um, mm-hmm. and it's, it's not like Kendrick at all, although it seems to be. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the trailers made you think that's what it was, but that's not what mm-hmm. it was. She came okay. for them people hard, but it wasn't like Kendrick. Okay. Um, and the thing is, what we know about slavery, um, we know they would abuse and misuse their property rather than completely destroy and disable it and not have any use for it at all. Right. It was all about making the profit. Right. So I'm going to chop off your hand. I'm going to chop off your foot. I'm going to sell you further south before I kill you and can't do nothing with you. Right. And so that made the opening scenes of Antebellum confusing okay. for me. It didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's because of the twist of the movie. Mm-hmm. So what I think was described as trauma porn, it was it was room for the 
creators of the movie to um, show how it would be different if it was set in the time and place. Present. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My favorite slave movie of all time is Django, but anyway, so that shows you where that shows you where my head is. That should tell y'all something about me. Listen, I, it's hard for me. I, I, I think I I'm love, done I with love, slave movies. Period. I love Django. Django. Or Toby. I think I'm just done. I love Django. Mm, that move right there. That was it. <laughs> I was cheering. That's what I'm talking about. Anyway. <laughs> Listen, it was so hard for me to watch. See, Quentin Tarantino is just hard to watch in general because he is a, a... He's another... He's a weird one. He just goes for gore just to just be gory. He's just gore porn just for the yeah, sake of... Yeah. yeah. And just so, for the sake of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so no, I, I, it was, and I, yeah. I enjoy Quentin Tarantino from a theoretical perspective, you know, right. but yeah, he, he can be, a, he's, he's on that Lee Daniels train of a lot. Like, is this the choice you really had to make? But mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But I think it's easy to choose not to watch Lee Daniels. I think it's easy to choose not to watch Quentin Tarantino based on the track record. You know, I think it's Correct. easy to choose not to watch horror. You know, Annabellum. I just didn't see Annabelle as something that was uh, needlessly exploitative. Or what's the word? What do you call it? Gratuitous. I didn't feel like mm-hmm. the violence was gratuitous. I felt like gotcha. the, the violence was necessary for the story. Gotcha. Okay. Which, you know, in essence, when you're talking about um, when you're talking about trauma porn, it's basically, you know, gratuitous. It's gratuitous, right. Right. Yeah. And to the point where in some people's case, they feel like you know, this desensitizes them to other things. Mm-hmm. Now, they said that about Harriet, too. Yes. Yes. That specific um, part. That specific scene, again, with Janelle Monet. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, they said it was gratuitous, and they didn't like my boy Omar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They didn't yeah, like I, my I, boy Omar being I, the, um, being the, the bounty hunter. I think I told you, know, you Jaren. How you make we a were, black bounty hunter? We were just Listen. talking about that movie the other day and i think i told you at the time but even the other day when we were talking about it my son was like yeah i i can't he's like that was a good movie but i can't watch that part harriet <laughs> yeah you can't that, watch that, which part when he that, was with when omar janelle was, mm-hmm. or janelle Monet. Mm-hmm. that was very difficult and yeah. I see what people were saying there she was a fictionalized character so none of that even had to happen right. did it I don't know, really know why I was there either. I didn't think she had to die either. But right. they tried to throw the whole movie. They were trying to assassinate that movie the whole in every movie just, way they could. Yeah, yeah, they were every time. nitpicking and looking for ways to destroy that movie. Yeah. And and so now I need to maybe check myself. I don't know. Because for years I wanted to see a good story about Nat Turner. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you might have to watch Nate Parker's movie. I don't think I'm gonna watch that shit. Mm. <laughs> and oh, that's another example of a movie that people kind of. I mean, it wasn't as um, it wasn't was it widespread or theatrically released? Well, I guess hell, ain't nothing been theatrically released. But American Skin, hmm. and uh, that was another was Nate, Nate Parker. Parker. Was that his next Nate? Yeah, the I most heard recent that he had one. Another movie coming out, and I forgot about it as soon as I saw the headline. Cell said it was very good, mm-hmm. but it was basically about 
Nate Parker's character, his son was killed by his teenage son was killed by a cop when they had gotten stopped. So it was my husband, you know. He started he, his he, own movie again. Yeah. My husband told me not Didn't to watch it. Did we do a movie last last year with Kerry Washington? I think it was Kerry Washington. Who had a white who had a kid that got killed? Oh, that was Little Fires Everywhere, wasn't it? No. Is, it wasn't. We didn't oh. watch Little Fires Everywhere. I did not. Mm-mm. Oh my God. Dina was so good. I've I've heard. You don't want to watch that? I told you I just don't uh, I have commitment issues when it comes to TV and my hair. <laughs> <laughs> one has nothing to do with the other but i have come you know, little issues. fires everywhere was so good because it was it was something it was so good looking at the relationship and girl the, focus sorry i'll take all the little <laughs> fire everywhere it was so good anyway, though I've, reese winspoon no she could play a karen oh child okay i've heard i've heard i've heard um, but anyway okay so no, there was a movie last year, and I think it had Carrie Washington in it, and it may have been a series. And she had a white husband, oh, and yeah. their son, yes, I yeah. think was killed or something, something happened to him. Son, some I know what you're talking about, though. I see. I it didn't in my watch head. it though. I didn't either. Because anyway. de- definitely, those I absolutely cannot do. Listen, listen. Ever and since I know that's the doggone the, um, George Floyd, not George Floyd, George Zimmerman trial. Yeah. I yeah. realized that was the pivotal point for me when George yep. Zimmerman yep. got off. Yep, I agree. I, I've, Same. I've been done ever since. Same. Same, but we are mothers of black sons. Black boys. Yeah. So we're like, yeah, we're good. But anyway. Anyway. Okay, Dina, what's your outro? <laughs> it's not. It's not an obvious choice today, but mm. um, I think it's a shout out to artists. So it's oh, a. Okay. It's like a old song it's by j cole called mm-hmm. apparently apparently what's apparently about mm-hmm. and it's about him talking about the type of art he wants to create in his life that's what i get from it like he's talking about how this is my canvas i'm gonna paint it how i want basically i'm gonna do life how i want to do it okay and i can I'm create with the it. type of art that I want to create. And it's called what by J. Cole? Apparently. Apparently. Mm-hmm. All right. So y'all enjoy apparently as we exit. We want to remind you all to check us out on social media. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Although I think both of us have been a little yeah. slack in yeah. updating. I yeah, do the Twitter, so. she do the IG and it's like me. Well, we still, so, uh, we still, you can still we're still us. there you can still find us. us just you know we we aunties i guess so but we are uh make sure you um rate and comment and subscribe on whatever platform that you listen on and we appreciate you sharing your favorite episode with a friend or two anything for you do Mm-hmm. 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 Don't make stupid choices. Mm-hmm. Look, the auntie Dion said, "Use the good sense God gave you." Use the good sense God gave you, and so uh, yeah, going to be great, y'all. Do this.
is my canvas I'ma paint it, paint it, paint it How I want it, nigga, fuck you Cause there, there is no right or wrong Only a song I like to write alone Me in my zone Think back to Forest Hills No perfect home